1: Welcome everybody to another brand new episode of It's My Wrestling Podcast in the Wrestling Spotlight Series. I am of course as always your host Chris Dees. Please before I get started make sure you hit the subscribe button if you're watching this on YouTube and the follow button if you're listening on any audio platforms. Today's guest is somebody I'm very very excited to speak to. We've been trying to get this worked out for her for a little while i'm really glad that we finally managed to set something up she's one of the hottest rising young canadian wrestlers on the scene she is a former battle arts academy women's champion she's of course the one and only miss amy crimson amy thank you so much for joining me how are you
2: thank you it's a pleasure to be on this podcast and what's up crimson squad um thank you for having me on the podcast today
1: no no honestly like i said thank you so much for giving me your time it's an absolute pleasure really appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule just to join me for for a little bit of time the whole idea of this this indie wrestling spotlight series is to try and basically shine a bit of a spotlight on on independent wrestlers who maybe aren't getting the eyes on them that they deserve because you you guys and girls are some of the hardest working if not the hardest working wrestlers in the industry because obviously you don't Maybe have, yeah. you know, what, what someone in WWE might have or in AEW might have. You've got to work 10 times harder to get your name out there and, you know, yeah. market yourself. So if I can do even just a little bit to help that, then then that's what this series is all about. Um, so, yeah, like I said, thank you for joining me. I'm going to get straight into it. Going to ask you a few questions just to get to know you mm-hmm. a little bit more. Um, okay. So One of the first things I wanted to ask is your, your style of wrestling isn't one that we necessarily see. Very often these days, obviously, like MMA and UFC have crept into wrestling yeah. a little bit more over the years, but we don't see it on TV very often. So not many people yeah. are really exposed to that type of thing, apart from maybe Ronda Rousey, Brock Lesnar, those those types of names. Um, yeah. So, like, what? Who? Who were your inspirations from that world? Because obviously, we we all grew up as wrestling mm-hmm. fans, but your style of of wrestling, did you get inspiration from anyone in particular?
2: Um. So for the women out of like all the women, Oscar, um because of her technical skills. So Oscar was one of like my inspirations. And then uh, there's obviously Eddie Guerrero and um Kurt Angle and then there's also um Chris Benoit was really one of them too as well. I don't condone what he did, um but his wrestling style was really good. Like so those were kind of the ones that inspired me to do like kind of what I do now.
1: Yeah, it's a shame, isn't it? Because Chris Benoit was always one of my favourite wrestlers, and it, it feels like you're not allowed to talk about him now, which yeah. is, you know, fair enough. What he did was unforgivable, but it's a shame that people have sort of forgotten the wrestling side
2: yeah.
1: of him. But, hey, that's you can't excuse what he did, like I said. Um, and Eddie Guerrero is one of my favourite wrestlers yeah. of all time. He's, like, in my top three, so that's a, another brilliant, brilliant choice. Yeah. Um, have have you ever found it hard to combine judo with wrestling? Because there there probably aren't many, many wrestlers and especially independent wrestlers out there who are used to that style, are there?
2: Um, it's kind of hard, but then it's also easy as well because they intertwine with each other. So like the stances and the movements in like judo and wrestling, they basically are like almost the same. So like a judo throw is like kind of like a hip toss kind of thing so it's yeah, easy yeah. to like basically combine them and a lot of wrestlers that i face like they know how to bump and they know how to protect themselves so the fact that i'm able to do judo and wrestling is so cool because it's so intertwined like if you were to say do a class of judo and then you were to do a wrestling class it's like basically like the same kind of thing it's just different A little bit different but other than that it's so easy to combine both of them um a little bit the only hard thing is when I tell them that hey I'm gonna do a judo throw on you their face is like oh no (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) they get scared yeah Uh,
1: right yeah no I've I've never really um sort of put two and two together they are quite similar like certain moves like you say hip tosses and and takedowns are essential now that I actually think about it side by side they are basically the same move. So like um was was judo something that you just had an interest from a from a very young age? Was it was it wrestling first and then judo and you just put them together or were you did you like get into judo first?
2: Um so I got into pro wrestling first and because at Battle Arts Academy we have a dojo and a professional wrestling school. So I was able to do judo alongside pro wrestling, like together. Oh. So Anthony Carelli, a.k.a. Santino Merla, he was my sensei and he's my wrestling coach. So I basically got to learn wrestling and judo from Anthony.
1: At the so, same time. Well, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's quite handy as well. Quite convenient. Yeah. Um. Speaking of, of Anthony, speaking of Santino, <laughs> a guy who I absolutely loved growing up watching wrestling, like what what what's he been like to learn from and to work with and... Just just explain to me as well what is Battle Arts Academy like? Because I've I've never been into a, a wrestling school, a wrestling academy. So I have this image in my head of like a couple of rings and and gym equipment and stuff, but like what, what are the mm-hmm. facilities like there? And is is Santiago um, trainer?
2: It's an amazing facility, especially in Canada where like we train. It's like one of your top-notch facilities. It's and actually um Anthony Corelli now and AC, Kakoa, and Dave, they own it as well. And, like, honestly, um, overall, it's a family environment. Like, you basically get taken under your wing, and they basically teach you, like, the ropes. to teach you everything that you possibly know. Like, not only do they teach you wrestling, but also they give you basically a family atmosphere. You have, like, a gym where you get to work out, and then you also have a dojo where you're able to learn martial arts so that you can cross-train kind of thing. And then, also, not only do they teach you wrestling, but they also teach you basically like lifestyle and like what to expect in the business and like how your attitude and how your professionalism can like basically progress through your career. So, if you're not professional or you don't treat yourself or you don't look like a professional, like it could basically affect your career. So, that's what they de- they teach us along the way when we're at Battle Arts.
1: Yeah, that's really cool. And I think that's even obviously. I'm just a fan, so I, I've never been a yeah. part of anything, but to me, that feels like it's almost as important as the actual, like, yeah. being a good wrestler, because you can be the best wrestler in the world, you could yeah. have the look, you could be the best talker in the world, but if you don't know how to handle, like, the backstage politics that we hear about all the time, like, some of the yeah. best wrestlers haven't been world champions, have they? They've no. they've just faded away a little bit, so that's... And, and someone like Santino, Anthony, probably knows that better than most because he was in WWE yeah. for such a long time and still comes back every now and then. Um it was is his um his daughter Bianca is is part of Battle Arts Academy as well, isn't she? Did you did you train with her or wrestle with her at all?
2: Yes. So we actually had a rivalry um for the title for a bit. Um it's actually on YouTube. We only sadly only had was able to have one match um where she hit me with a cane. Um, I couldn't get revenge because then COVID happened and we weren't able to wrestle, but now she wrestles in the States and hopefully one day I'm hoping that I get my revenge back from getting hit pain. But yeah, I trained with her and she's really good. She's really nice and she's an amazing worker and we can visit our rivalry
1: absolutely yes i'd love to see that absolutely you definitely need to get revenge um i um don't want to talk too much about other people this is about you so i want to ask about about something that you did not i think not too long ago you um you were interviewed by vince russo a man who i've been lucky enough to have on the podcast myself i interviewed him and it was incredible i had to pay like i I paid a fee i'll be honest for him to to appear on the podcast but like you were interviewed by vince russo that's 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 pretty cool like if <laughs> if, I was, if i was a young independent wrestler and then it all ended tomorrow at least i'd be able to say vince russo interviewed me like how how did that yeah. come about well i think was it it was, um, was it like 15 minutes
2: um so it was a little bit longer than 15 minutes because we actually talked a little prior before we went on camera and then after with some advice and honestly i was just like during COVID, I was like, okay, this is my time to like try to build my brand because wrestling is like on hold for now, because of all the whole pandemic stuff. So I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna shoot my shot, hit Vince Russo up, give him a message. What's the worst that can happen, right? So I message him and I'm like, hey, like I noticed that you do podcasts. And I was wondering if I could be on your podcast. I said, I'm not like this huge indie wrestler. Like I'm not like famous or whatever. I'm just trying. I'm just a kid making, trying to make a name for themselves. So I guess he respected my message and I guess he never got a message like that before. And he's like, you know what, kid? I respect your, I respect your confidence. He's like, and the fact that he said, shoot your shot. Let, let's give it a try. Let's try to get you over in 15 minutes. So I'm like, okay. And then it was kind of like, Bias because the moment he started talking to me he started to like me so then he had to end the conversation and before we went on for the podcast and then I ended up getting over with Vince Russo and then he ended up giving me so much advice which I will take on for the rest of my career and honestly it was a great experience and I'm glad he gave me that opportunity to yeah, not many
1: uh, not many people can say that that they got over with Vince Russo can they? I, think I I spoke to him for about an hour, and it was honestly, like I said, if if this was to all end tomorrow for me on the podcast, like that that was a dream for me. Vince Russo is such a misunderstood man. Like everybody's got yeah. this negative opinion of him, but for that hour that I spoke to him, he was just the nicest man. You know we yeah. spoke like like he did with you we spoke before we spoke for a little bit afterwards as well and he was just giving me advice and i was like yeah this is one of the greatest minds in the wrestling business yeah. ever whether you like him or not he, he is one of the great minds of the of the business and he's just sitting here like giving me advice that's really cool
2: i know and the fact that he's still like he always told me he's like if i ever have any advice If I need any advice in the for the wrestling world or I need to ask him any questions, I can always message him. He'll always answer. So it's awesome that the fact that I gained like basically like a person to help me like within this industry. So it's so cool that I was able to get that opportunity, especially at a young age. I've only been doing this for four years. So the fact that I was able to have an opportunity and multiple opportunities is awesome.
1: Yeah, absolutely. No, I couldn't agree more. It's, a, it's an incredible thing to happen so early on in your career, um, and 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 you mentioned that obviously you are only four years in, and like the last nearly two years of that have been pretty much entirely overruled by COVID. Like this yeah. couldn't have been worse timing for you. Like I, I remember seeing yeah. on your Instagram, you said it would have been. Oh, you did a post not long ago about Battle Arts, saying that it would have been your three-year anniversary yeah. at Battle Arts, but obviously COVID interrupted that. So like, what what have you been doing over the last? Two years because you've not really wrestled much, have you? I think obviously back to normal a bit more now. But what have you been trying to do to keep your name out there, or to like you said, to keep your brand alive during COVID?
2: Um, I've been just trying to do something wrestling related, to like doing going on podcasts, talking about my brand, talking about Amy Crimson, trying to basically hype my character up, try to hype myself up, to be honest, so that I don't become irrelevant when I come back. Mm -hmm. Um, I've mostly been focused on fitness. So I'm actually more fit than I was than when I was wrestling two years ago. So the so I've gone into personal training and i got into nutrition. And now I'm a personal trainer. I gained my personal training certification. And soon enough, I'm going to get, gain my nutritionist certification. So I've been mostly focused on hit training, functional training, and just making sure that when I come back to the ring, like I'm better than what I was. So like focusing on character work, gear, merch, basically building my brand and basically making myself hyped up for when i return into the ring
1: yeah awesome like have you got any um not i think doubts is the wrong word any like concerns but you know it's been such a long time since you wrestled Like, so pretty much a couple of years and as you said you've only been wrestling for four so let's basically say two because the last two yeah. have been so badly interrupted. Like, are you at all nervous about getting back into the ring? And, you know, you say that you're in better shape than you were back then. But do you worry that there might be any ring rust or anything like that?
2: No, I don't I don't think so. I think with me working out harder and gaining more flexibility, I feel like when I return in the ring, I'm going to be better than what I was because I feel like my endurance is going to be better my flexibility is going to be better like my agility everything so I'm not scared about getting into the ring. the only thing is I'm scared that people won't remember me that's the only thing I'm scared about but I feel like I've been building my brand enough that people know who I am so when I return it'll be a big pop so hopefully yeah. that's the
1: I'm confident. I'm confident that there will be but like I guess at least you can probably take a little bit of comfort in knowing that you're not probably not the only wrestler that's thinking that you know there's probably thousands tens of thousands of wrestlers out there that are thinking oh is anybody going to remember me am i still going to be relevant at least you're sort of all within the same bubble have you been over the over these last two years and have you still been in regular contact at the academy have you still been like speaking to santino have they all been ready for this moment
2: Yes. So I've been talking to them and they know that I'm coming back soon and they've just been basically preparing me for when I come back and telling me, oh, they can't wait for me to come back kind of thing. So it's well, I still have contact with them and everything. So it's not bad. And hopefully by the new year, I should get back into the ring. That's the goal.
1: Awesome. So like what, what are you um, what are you basically planning for 2022 then? Like what have your what's on your list of things to do? Within the next twelve months, um, Do you want to so hopefully, out there or?
2: yeah. So hopefully, I could save money and go wrestle in Japan, UK, the states, um, everywhere. Like I want to just travel the world and just wrestle as many countries as possible. That's the goal. Hopefully, get signed to one of the major companies. So hopefully, I hope I get a WWE tryout sometime, anytime soon. Since I'm going to be wrestling for a little bit. I think a while now, so I have the experience, so I could get a WWE tryout, hopefully. Um, and honestly, just try and venture out as much as possible, gain titles and other um, promotions, and mostly just build my brand even more. Yes. So even more than what I've been doing.
1: Yeah. And, and yeah, like literally the best way of doing it is to physically get out there, on the yeah. road and get in front of people, isn't it? Like you can yeah. you can only do so much through social
0: Mother's Day is almost here.
1: media before eventually people yeah. just start scrolling past so at least things yeah. are getting back to normal now um we've got loads of amazing promotions in the uk so you should definitely try and get over here 100 percent, i think people would love that Um i think you'd fit in really well with our style of wrestling and especially with like our crowds as well um yeah what um oh I've completely forgotten what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> oh, no, you, you, you mentioned before about being a, a personal trainer and um, yeah. your certificate as a nutritionist as well. Like, was that something mainly, like... Did you start that off to keep you busy during COVID or, or was it always the plan?
2: Um. So... I basically, I started wrestling and I wasn't the fittest when I first started wrestling. And then as I started training and doing judo, I got more into fitness. So I liked the fitness aspect and the nutritionist aspect. Um, so when before the pandemic, I didn't have any credentials. I didn't go to school. Wrestling was all I had. So I saved up my money and I went to wrestling school and I said, OK, I'm going to be here from 3 p.m. to 12 p.m. Work my ass off, bust my ass, and hopefully be the best women's wrestler of all time. um So that's all I had. And then the pandemic happened, and then it was kind of like wrestling was kind of like taken away in a way. And I felt like it was just taken out away, away out of the blue. And like I felt like, okay, what if one day I get injured or something happens where I can't do wrestling, and then I don't have a backup plan. So. I ended up getting my credentials online and basically getting my personal training certification and nutritionist during the pandemic. And then now I have a job at F45 um, as a personal trainer. So I'm a group trainer now. So it ended up working well. So now basically the fitness aspect intertwines with the wrestling because it keeps me fit for when I come back into the ring. So overall, it worked well.
1: I was just thinking, yeah, like all three of those things: wrestler, nutritionist, personal trainer. They all must mesh. So it's almost like you're like a perfectly well-oiled machine because you've got every, you know what I mean, every element of it. And on top of that, you're training at like a a top-notch, grade A facility as well, with some great trainers like Santino, who knows the business, who knows WWE. Like you've literally, you've got all of the tools to really make it, haven't you? Like there's there's nothing really holding you back. Yeah. Um. I wanted, I, I remembered what it was. I wanted yeah. to ask you mentioned WWE tryouts before. Um. So do I get a bit of a feeling then because the names that you mentioned earlier on as well, that you took inspiration from, are you more WWE than AEW as a fan? Um. I'm not, I'm not any like fan
2: base. Like I, Honestly, I would love to wrestle in any promotion. Honestly, the goal is just to get paid and get signed by a major promotion to wrestle. So the, obviously the goal is to wrestle either in AEW or WWE, but if I can wrestle in both, like hell, sign me for both, like that would be a dream come true. Like just to get signed to a major promotion, cause I've loved this industry since I was eight. So like I've loved wrestling since I was eight years old and that's all I ever wanted to do. So to get signed to a major promotion, that would just be a dream come true. I don't even care if I'm champion. Like, obviously that's the goal, but just to get signed to a major promotion is a goal for me.
1: Yeah, so it's good to see that passion. It really is. Um, Right, I want to do a a little quick fire round with you. I've started doing this recently with my last few guests on this series. Okay. A few, like I said, just going to shoot a few questions at you. You can either answer them in as much detail as you want or just, you know, quick little shoot back answers at me. About seven or eight. So I'm going to go, first of all, Nice and obvious. Everybody gets asked this. Who for you is the greatest of all time?
2: Greatest of all time? It has to be, um, I think, Eddie Guerrero. Like, honestly, his promo works were good. His wrestling was good. Just his overall, like, passion for the business, no one can match that. Like, his promos, like, every single time he came out to the ring, cut a promo, passion. When he was in the ring and he did wrestling, his, like, move set and his, like, moves were crisp. And then even his charisma in the ring and just the fact that he can make a crowd hate him or love him. <laughs> that's why he's the greatest well-time in my opinion.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I could not agree more. The thing about Eddie was, it makes me so happy talking about Eddie, but the thing with Eddie was like, <clears throat> even when you hated him, you still loved him because yeah. he was so good at what he did. You yeah. know, even when he was a, a slimy cheating heel, like with the, um, When his boot, when he would untie his laces that his boot would come off when he did the fake chair shot. Things like that were so like slimy and scummy but you just loved him because he was so good at it. Uh, Exactly. I I could talk to you about Eddie Guerrero for hours. Honestly, I really could. (laughs) Right, so, okay, next question then. uh, Lita or Trish? I'm more Lita. Good.
2: More Lita on the Lita side. Um, I just feel like she was more like me growing up. Like, I was more like Um, a tomboy and a tom girl so basically like i was more like not like the girly girl type so the fact that there was a wrestler like lita that was doing moonsaults and she didn't give a crap and she would fight guys that's why i like lita
1: yeah no i loved lita um loved that she was a bit different um and my favorite wrestlers were matt and jeff so obviously she was there so it just helped you know, naturally just just helped as well um okay stone cold or the rock
2: stone cold yeah. I find Stone Cold is more badass than The Rock. I feel like The Rock is entertaining, but at the same time I feel like Stone Cold was like just he was different and like it's either you loved him or you hated him and you couldn't choose between the both because if you hated him, you still loved him because he was hilarious too with his what um promos. That those were those were fun.
1: Yeah. Just like Eddie, literally just like Eddie, yeah. isn't he like in in that you you yeah. have to love him or hate him. Um yeah, Austin you know what's crazy? Well, every time I look back, or we'll see anything to do with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like, you look at him and you think, he's a fairly short, bold man in black trunks and black boots. Like He had no business being... Who drinks beer. <laughs> yeah, like no business being one of the greatest of all time and being the biggest merch seller and the biggest star yeah. in the company at the time. It's crazy. He just looked like a normal guy. Absolutely. No, I completely agree. Most people that I ask say The Rock and it really annoys me because I've, I've always... <laughs> We agree on everything so far. <laughs> okay, who has been your favorite opponent, favorite person that you have wrestled so far?
2: Um, So my favorite opponent that I wrestled, it had to be when I made an event with Revolution, um, when I faced Casey Spinelli and Rebel, when I tied with Allison K. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so that was a great match because it gave me ex- exposure and then it also gave me so much experience because I got to wrestle with so many vets that I've been wrestling for so long and who've made like a great name for themselves so like the fact that me being like I think I was like only a year and a half in and I had the title and I was given that opportunity it was just a great opportunity to like even wrestle with them and like learn so much and then they took me under their wing and they gave me so much advice so like that's like one of my favorite matches so far
1: that sounds great. Like I, I I I'll be honest, I didn't know about that match, but like yeah. as soon as you as soon as you said those names to me, I was like, Wow, that's that's impressive yeah. for such a young career, you know, that's that's yeah. really cool. Um okay, I imagine this is probably gonna be a similar answer to the last one then. What's the fav- what's your favorite place or venue that you've wrestled in? Would it probably be Revolution?
2: Um, it was basically the Don Koloff Arena. The Don Koloff Arena is basically my home. Um it's where all the shows happen. Uh, so that's obviously one of my favorite places um outside of um my wrestling school was crossbody like crossbody was fun it was in kitchener in canada ontario and it was pretty fun i, I met some cool people and some along the way and Honestly, I, I just like wrestling anywhere. Like, I just love to wrestle. It doesn't matter where.
1: Just come in the ring, I'll wrestle.
2: Wrestling? Like, I just love it.
1: Anywhere. I'll wrestle in the street. <laughs> I'll wrestle in the garden. I don't care. I'll just wrestle anywhere. That's awesome. Again, Matt, I I, I love the passion. It's so good yeah. to see. Um, okay, who would be, and this can be past or present of all time, who would be your dream opponent?
2: Victoria. Ooh. Victoria would be my dream opponent. Because she literally was one of my inspirations as a kid. Because I grew up like I grew up at the end of the ruthless aggression era, so she was wrestling. And what happened was I'm a '98 baby, so I started watching when I was in 2007, I believe. So she was in her prime, and like when I was watching her, I liked the Black Widow. It always like intrigued me into it. I was like, oh, this this move is so cool, and her entrance music was so cool. So like, there's some like specs of Victoria that I try to involved in my wrestling because like she kind of inspired me to do it
1: yeah she's a badass she was always a badass i've always she's one of them that i always wanted to come back because i think she could probably still go like we still see her at the rumble don't we like most years and it's always always a really cool moment seeing victoria back i think she's a really underrated name and i don't think i don't think she's in the hall of fame yet which is crazy (laughs) like no disrespect to the women that are in there but there's there's some in there who you would think Victoria would be in there first, so hopefully we'll see that in the near future. Um, okay, this last one, I've asked a couple of guests this one, and it took them a little bit of time to to decide. It's a bit of a harder one, <clears> okay. but you've already named a few people who I think might be in there, so if you could have like your dream wrestling dinner party with any three wrestlers, who would they be? Okay,
2: so the three inner parties would be probably Victoria, Eddie, and John Cena.
1: Yeah, that's a great dinner <laughs> party. I'd love to go to that. That'd be brilliant. I knew you were going to say Eddie. I had a good idea you were going to say Victoria. Um, And I can completely agree with John Cena, just like the nicest guy. Like he'd be the oh well, yeah. yeah.
2: As you could tell, John Cena has been my inspiration as a kid. Like his basic ergonomics <laughs> was so good. Yeah. And honestly, like, I don't know if you could notice, but because of the hat and kind of some of the stuff that I do, like I kind of like noticed that there's not a lot of girls that basically mimicked the gangster rap or whatever style so yeah. I was like okay I love John Cena like he was always my favorite wrestler growing up as a kid and I loved his like Thugonomics gimmick so I'm like you know what I might as well try and see if I can just like uh, maybe not rap but like kind of have like some type of thing like him and then Anthony was like oh Um, He heard me speaking in like some slang because in Canada, we have some slang in Toronto and he heard me and he's like, oh, you're gangster. And then I was like, "Okay." so then Anthony came up with you're from the streets of Malton. And I've used this ever since. So that's kind of the inspo of my character.
1: And if Santina Morella tells you that you're gangster, then I guess you're gangster. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, sure sure yeah I'm gangster whatever if you insist fair enough that's really cool Um, thank you for that I, I enjoyed that there were some really great answers Um, I'm going to ask you <clears throat> so the last question that I always ask all of, all of my guests on this series is basically I, I call this segment putting yourself over so basically just take a few minutes to tell people why they should be paying attention to Amy Crimson like what it is about you what it is that you've got that other wrestlers don't have and why they should be looking out for you over the next 12 months
2: Honestly, I think they should be looking out for me in the last next 12 months because I have like the dedication. I feel like nobody has the dedication and the heart as much as I do. Like I love like I love wrestling like I honestly will love to do this till the day I die. Like it's nothing like that I could love more. Like it's just it's always been like a comfort blanket for me. Like if I was sad or whatever, wrestling was always there. So it's just like I just want to inspire, like, all the girls, like, I want a little girl to watch me in the ring and be like, oh, like, she inspires me to do this, like, I want to be like her one day, so it's like, that's why, like, I want to do this, and, like, that's why I feel like people should look out for me, because I'm the only one that has the passion, the dedication, and love for this business, because I know some people do it for the fame, some people do it for the money, some people do it for, like, just to, like, say, have fun and live out a dream, but, like, I'm literally doing it because it's my passion. I want to do this and I want to do this for the rest of my life. So that's why I feel like people should look out for Amy Crimson. Because I'm coming in hot.
1: Absolutely. And I'm ready. Absolutely. No, like they, they are the they are the perfect reasons. Like a lot of a lot of my favorite wrestlers are my favourites because you can tell they love wrestling, like Johnny Gargano. Is one of my favorites. Yeah. You can just tell how much love he has for the business. So you are 100% somebody that I would want to get behind as a fan. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you Thank today you. and getting to know you a little bit more. Before I let you go, though, where can people find you on social media? Any, like, merchandise? Um, any channels? Anything like that?
2: So merchandise coming soon. It will be on my all on my socials. Um, if you guys want to follow me on my Instagram and my Twitter, and my TikTok, I got a TikTok. So if you guys want to see Amy Crimson's goofy side, that's good. <laughs> um, so it's all going to be Amy Crimson XOXO. I'm pretty basic with my names. And I have a YouTube channel. So if you guys want to check out any of my matches or even any of the podcasts that I'm on, all you have to do is search up Amy Crimson. I'm pretty sure they'll search it. They'll pop up. I feel like I'm the only Amy Crimson ever to exist. Yeah, I was um, going that. Yeah. <laughs> so they should be able to find it pretty quick and honestly i have a facebook page if anyone still uses facebook you guys can follow me on my facebook page so i'm pretty basic with the names
1: awesome no yeah i think um i think facebook's pretty dead now like my facebook is like all of my social media it's the worst like i get no interaction on it and I, i try so hard and nobody's looking at it and I don't know why. Surprisingly,
2: as a wrestler, you get a lot of interactions. You get a lot of promoters that message you on Facebook. So it's actually it's it's pretty cool. I, I wouldn't think so. Yeah, Either Instagram or Twitter or
1: Facebook. I think it seems it feels a bit more professional than Twitter. I yeah. think maybe maybe there's not as many angry people on Facebook yeah. as there are on Twitter. I don't know.
2: Yeah.
1: Maybe that's it. I don't know. I mean Wait. I'm not
2: angry, but I mean I'm I'm pretty <laughs> chill with anyone I talk to, so <laughs>
1: Yeah, you've been you, you seem pretty chill. You've been a great guest. I've really enjoyed having yeah. you just just very friendly and like I say, you've clearly got such a passion for the business and that's already made me a fan of yours. So Thank I you. commend you for how much you, you love doing what you're doing. I can't wait to see what the future holds for you. Guys, everybody, thank you for watching and thank you for listening. Like I said at the start, please hit subscribe if you're on YouTube. Please hit follow if you've listened to this on any audio platforms. I'm going to put everything in the about section, all the links to Amy's social media, hopefully to her merch store and stuff like that, which hopefully we're going to see very soon. Uh, Amy? I wish you all the best of luck for, for your future. You. I hope 2022 is the year of Amy Crimson. I'm certainly going to be keeping an eye on it. Everybody, thank you so much for checking out this latest episode of It's My Wrestling Podcast in the Wrestling Spotlight Series, and I will hope to see you next time.